It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Bull won again last night. Hey, I'm on fire. If you spent $100 on all of Bull's bets yeah. so far, you'd be up at least 1000 Probably. Least. I'm 4 and 1. I won 4 in a row. I had to sweat it out, though, last night. You know, I thought it was a. <laughs> I, I wasn't watching it, but I, had it, I was yeah. watching it on my phone yeah. to score. And it was 10 points with three minutes to go. Then all of a sudden, right. it was like 15 points. Yeah, and like then a, it was uh-oh. 17 right at the end. And the number was 18 and 18 a half. 18 and a half. That's crazy. Beat Louisville, but not by the number. That's true. So congratulations, man. <laughs> do we want to get right to Bulls better than Let's day? get right to Bulls better than day because we got a crazy show money yeah. for you guys. Let's go, Bet Rivers, baby. Today's bet of the day is brought to us as always by Bet Rivers. Hey, Ohio, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers Sportsbook. When you use deposit code Sports, you'll receive a second chance bet up to five hundred dollars. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like baseball and hockey. To help you win big, check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And I just signed my uh, contract with BetRivers uh, last night to officially restart my uh, bullpen podcast. When does that start? Next week? March 6th. Oh, March but, 6th. Uh, yeah. Is the likely date. Okay. I'll make a full announcement. Did you use the BetRivers free 500 yet? Is is five hundred free? You got to get there. Pretty much, right? You got to get there. Yeah. Right, well, let me go ahead and let me re up again. Let's go. Because I know you've used most of the All, other yeah. free hey, apps. Sweetheart, money. you didn't hear nothing. This they they <laughs> yeah. put me up to it. They I just. And Jason dabbles a little bit. Dabbles. Um, just are, dabbles. Have you used the free hundred uh, five hundred? No, I'm rivers? saving that one. That's yeah. <laughs> That's the big goal. Let's see today's bet there. <laughs> That's like your he, rainy day fund. <laughs> when, when all my other bets bust, then I'm going to go there. And By the way, you, you said you just signed a deal. Yes. I need to borrow some money. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Bull mean? National Bank. <laughs> right. We know you got it. Um, busy show today. Wait, you uh, got my bet or what? Yeah, this is yeah, your, your bet. You All right, wait, what's happening? Here we go. 
All right, here you go. At appropriately at. I'm taking Kent State minus three. At a boy. At a boy. Can't name a player on either team, but I do know this: Kent State has covered when they've been favored by single digits. They've covered nine in a row. Wow. A uh, Ball State coming off a loss. Yeah, they're a decent team, and they are at home. But Kent State is as good as anybody in the conference. They're playing really, really well. And like I said, when they've been a favorite, they've covered almost every time. Unless there you the, go. Unless it's been a huge line. So only three, even on the road. I'll go with Kent State. Kent State. Trying to move to 5-1 and one now. Yes. All right, very good. Always messing around in April and March. Kent State always shows up to play. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're pretty See much a the power. I mean, if you could say that, right? They're always in the mix for the Max Champ- Championship. Yep. Yeah. Um, busy show today. We're going to do our all AFC North team. We're going to, on yep. the offense, we're going to name our team collectively. So, yep. Jason, you weren't here yesterday. The way we're going to do this is we're essentially a draft war room. And we're sort of on the clock, and we've got a consensus come up with a pick at every spot. So we're going to have our UCSS team. Then Aditi's going to join us noon. She's going to give us her all AFC North team. Tell us where we were right, where we were wrong. Who's the Paul DePodesta in the group? Uh, you could be DePodesta. Oh. No, no, Bull is because he loves Bull? analytics. All right, Bulls, do love Bulls that. Depot. Yes. So yeah. you can be. Uh, you're Andrew Barry. I mean, who else? <laughs> who else is going to be Andrew see Barry? Why, we'll see why they got to make. <laughs> See that? I, I was wrong. talking about the Harvard educators. I don't know what you were talking about. As long as I ain't Sashi Brown, I'm um, okay. You can be Stefanski. Is okay, that does that make you Jimmy? Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, yes, it does. Back I walked right into that one. I walked right into that one. I think he lived next door to him. I will tell you, Jimmy. I had a couple of conversations this morning on the streets of Cleveland with homeless people. So I'm well armed with. You're ready to pick draft player. Draft player. You're qualified. That was good, Bull. That was really good. Here I come. You got to walk like that now. That's the Vince McMahon walk. Yeah, right, right. Bull did that one. Bull was walking into the building after That's being true. for 97 days in a row. <laughs> with Do you have that video? With the, with the I'll call it up in a little bit. <laughs> That's true. I Just had that like walk Jimmy on. Haslam, yeah, yeah. All you needed is the fake whistle. I had the, the Jimmy whistle. Haslam poop in the ass. Uh, the fake. The, the one in the shoot. The fake whistle. Oh, I'm just right here. Just yeah, just whistling through the graveyard. Jay, baby. This ain't nothing. This ain't nothing for me. Oh, and if man. we are, by the way, on this draft, oh. if we are tied two-two, if Haslam and De Podesta feel one way, and Stefanski and whoever else is in this situation feel another, we're split two-two. Yeah. We're gonna put it to the YouTube chat. The YouTube right. chat will be okay. the deciding factor. I will say this though: I've learned from Jimmy's mistakes. I will acquiesce to the other. To, like if 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 there's two-one and it's my vote, yeah. I'm going with the majority. Yeah. I'm not gonna be. <laughs> The smartest man in the room okay. here. Because I, I got to tell you, when it came to the linemen, I'm like, how the hell do I know? I yeah. know Joel Batonio's the best guard. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know. Uh, for the non-Browns players, I looked at, and I know the Bengals players, but for the Ravens right. Steelers, I looked at PFF grades for just just the off just the offensive line. Sure. Yeah. But I, the skill I, position players, you I know. Thought the, I, by the way, I thought the team was very easy to put together. Uh, yeah, not that hard. It, I, Although it, there's not a lot of good tackles in this division. No, I'm not talking about the yeah. line. I, yeah. Here was my. Here's what I did for the line. Okay, Batonio's on it. Yeah. I'll let the other guys pick the other four spots because right. I have no damn idea, and I'm not going <laughs> right. to pretend that I do. Yeah. I, I think you know, years ago, even last year, going into last year, I would have had a couple of other ideas. Yeah. But yeah. They, there was such fall-offs that I don't know. Yeah. Um. So Aditi's on, and then we're going to talk about uh, Jason Kipnis finally retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, his contributions to Cleveland, how yeah. he'll be remembered here. Yeah. Um, 
and we'll also talk about the guardian that we're. I most think he's excited. the third greatest guardian of all time. Uh, stop it, G boy. <laughs> he's stealing your your title from Duke of Listen, he's. He's, he's a, a prince of Niger. He's a serviceable. I think he's baseman. the third greatest second baseman of the last 20 years. Well, that's a slam dunk. <laughs> uh, well, no, 20 well, years because I don't know. Rob, mm, Robbie Alomar, Bayerga, yeah. and Kipnis are the triumphant there. For but now. You'd have to go back more than 20 years for both yeah. Alomar and for Bayerga. And Andre Jimenez. My Jimenez is coming. He's coming them. fast. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm Jay, how you yeah. been? Wait, question. Question Good. on Jimenez. Good. Yeah. Question. We're doing second baseman top five tomorrow. Okay. Jimenez will be on that list. Did Kipnis, and I, I'll be honest, I told you guys yesterday, I'm very unfamiliar with Kipnis's impact in Cleveland, but mm-hmm. did he ever have a year as good as Jimenez's last year? No. I don't think no. so. No. 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 I don't no. think so. Jimenez. And he was not a good defensive player. No, in limited range. Remember when they tried to move him to center field? Oh, yeah, that was, that was disaster. Awful. That was yeah. the, the one thing that I've most disagreed with on Tito during his entire tenure here. That was bad. Because I typically just say, well, if Tito's doing it, it must be right. Right. But the very first game they had him out there there were two balls hit to him and I'm like that's what I thought but yeah. there was a split second a split second when you thought Kipnis won the World Series I know there was he, it was a foul, a foul ball. ball and it I wasn't know. even home run distance but for a split no but second, off the bat everybody yeah. thought oh my yes. god yeah there it is he came up an outfielder that's the crazy he did part. yeah but you so, know what when you look at his body type like who, who doesn't look like an outfielder. I think they no. projected that he was going to grow some right. maybe but he was you know I like Jason good player good he player. took nice. a lot of grief from fans after the World Series. I'll save it for the discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll save it for the discussion. Okay. Uh, big news today. It's shocking on the timing, but after talking to Jacina Anderson, I guess not. Mike Prefer out as uh, the special teams coach. We kind of figured that it would be a package deal that Woods and Prefer would be let go early after the season was over. Woods was right away. The, the longer time went, I thought Prefer was safe. Apparently not because... Somebody else became available that they yeah. that they're more interested in. But was anybody initially upon hearing the news? Was anyone else's reaction? Hmm, that's weird. The timing of this. I was shocked, only because you rarely see coaches get fired, assistant like coordinators get fired at this time of the year, unless there's a new head coach coming in and he wants to bring his guys. Right. Yeah. Usually they get fired when Joe Woods got fired. So I was surprised. Although I did hear from someone, might have been Jason. I don't know. Uh, that maybe they weren't completely, was it you that said they weren't completely sold on Prefer, but they decided to stick with him? But clearly, obviously, we'll get the Ray Ventrone. Right. You know, with the Colts having a new they coach. They had a shot to upgrade at that yes. spot, and they took it. Yeah, I poked around on it on, at the Schwartz hiring, around the time of the Schwartz hiring, and was told, yeah, it was under consideration, but we're going to keep him. He's, he's safe. And then even after that, there was some whispers of, Watch out for Prefer. Not sure. Even though I had been told he's safe, about a week or two later, it was uh, not so sure. And then to be at this point, you kind of assumed, okay, well, he's going to be safe. Strictly speculation. This happened an hour and a half ago. I haven't talked about it. Strictly speculation. I'm guessing Shane Steichen is going into the Colts and told them that he was not going to be retained. Ventrone had permission to go look elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And the Browns agree with you with what you said they jumped on it they yeah. saw him they liked him better than what they had and they just upgraded the spot that's what happened <sighs> yeah I don't by, by the way the hiring of ventrone is not official yet but right. you can read the team it's trending that way yeah, yeah. i mean the the number five special teams in the league last year which, which and, is and, curious why they'd want why they'd be willing to just let him go yeah who it's, ventrone yeah the yeah Colts. I, I i said the same thing he's guys around the league you know this he's well well thought of yes 
as a coach. Now, yeah. you'll remember him here, long-haired guy on yep. special teams. That's I gone believe to hair, he made right? a Pro Bowl team. Yeah, yeah. professionally cut. Yeah. I was over at Indianapolis for the joint practices a couple of years ago, yeah. and this guy came up to me, and he was beelining at me like he knew me. Tony Dungy was there, and I was talking to Tony, so I thought, well, maybe he's talking, going to come up and talk to Tony. Yeah. And Ray comes up and bear hugs me, and I'm like, Oh my God, it hit. It took me a second. I saw the face. I'm like, that's Ray. Um, so, uh, yeah, very well thought of as a coach and a guy, by the way, who could easily one day become a defensive coordinator. Sure. And, and, and eventually, he's from the Belichick Mangini tree. Um, he was originally the Patriots thought about drafting him as Mr. Irrelevant with their last pick in the seventh round after they'd won the Super Bowl. They decided instead to go with someone else. They signed him as a free agent. And he was cut and made the team cut, brought back, and practice team, but was one of those players who you looked at him and you're like, oh, he's not making the team. Then you watched him play and said, oh, his heart's bigger than Texas. Yeah. And you realized why. But he could be a D coordinator down the road and maybe even a head coach. I don't think that's a stretch. No, I don't think it is. If you're a, first, if you're a rookie head coach taking over for the first time and you have enough, and you have your own guys you want to bring in. They all do. But you would think with the unit that has had success that there's some stability there. Right. He's been there. You'd think you would come in and say, we're going to leave that one alone. I'm going to bring my yeah. guys here. Isn't yeah. it possible Ventrone went to him and said, hey, I'd like to go coach with the Browns. Possible. You know, do the right thing by me. Now, I, I think your point is more likely. I mean, maybe that happened, but the, the, I think the trigger to the whole thing was the change in, in Indianapolis. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. So that he may have reached out and said, Once they hired the I don't new know coach, who's coming in here. I don't think he has any ties at all to Stefanski that I could find. No, I don't think so. But he has ties, obviously, to the to organization. The organization. Right, right, right. And I, I think, yeah, I believe one he interviewed led the, to the other, I, I think. I believe he interviewed for the Colts' vacancy, I believe. He did. And maybe he, he gets passed over and feels right. like, I don't want to be I, here. Right. But Possibly. It would be an awful big leap for him to go from where he is to head coach. Well, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I think there will have to be a defensive coordinator slot. In I mean, Bellett didn't. Uh, I mean, uh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh did it. Harbaugh did it. It has been done. Was Did Cower do it, but too? Or was Cower a linebacker's coach now. in between? Cower was a coach in between. Okay. And Ventrone's only been coaching since. Yeah, no. But, I mean, Jeff Saturday walked off the set and was a head coach. So, yeah. Who, who knows? knows? All Not a good well. one. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, a, a fun fact for you. I actually um, was part of a coaching staff with Ray Ventrone that won a championship. So we, we've got connections here. Like football or fantasy so, football? So or? Eric Mangini every year had this big football camp in Hartford. Mm -hmm. And Eric would call on former Patriots, Jets, and people that he knew in the media to help run the camp. And at the end of the camp, they, they split into uh, eight. It was a huge camp, hundreds of kids. We split up into eight coaching staffs. And one of the coaching staffs was myself, Ray, and my son, Corey. Eric wanted Corey to come there and help coach the kids on, on some speed technique. Yeah. So uh, we were coaching together, and we knew right away we drafted the fastest kid because Ray was fast. We drafted the fastest kid and the kid with the best arm. And so we just it's a round-robin tournament. You're going through play. It's an all-day thing. And the kids loved Ray. His interaction with them was – Corey even said afterwards, man, I'd play any sport for that guy. Wow. He and Corey became buddies. Yeah. And – that's what, what I, I decided in the championship game. The team we were playing had more class, mm -hmm. had more talent, but somehow our guys came together and won the championship. And I, I think it had a lot to do with Ray made it fun for everybody. So I think he, I think he's got a, you know, it's certainly not the NFL, but I liked what I saw from him. Go ahead. Uh, one more tidbit on Brown's coaching news. This is from the last 10 minutes from Pete Thamel. 
Sources, Utah State defensive coordinator Ephraim Banda is expected to join the Cleveland Brown staff. Banda was the coordinator on USU's Mountain West title team in 2021, which finished third nationally in tackles for loss. He previously worked at Miami, Mississippi State, and Texas. Take the next one. Banda will coach safeties for the Browns per sources. He coached safeties at Miami from 2016 to 2020, including the final two years as the co-defensive coordinator there. So that is two of the four open yeah, remember the, spots. The, the Browns had five open spots, I think, right? Well, well, now they do. Well, they had four. They had five, and Jim Schwartz was one of them. Yeah. So oh, I, four current. Okay. I thought there was um, more than that. But I don't know right. anything about that. I don't yeah. know anything about him. I, I'm trying to find the tie. I don't know that Sh he wouldn't yeah. have any ties to Schwartz. Mm. He wouldn't have any ties to Stefanski that I could see on that resume. Yeah, I'd have to look at the tree. Gee, what do you think about the special team situation? We haven't heard from you yet. Um, the timing is confusing. Uh, I thought if they was going to do something, they would have did something at the beginning with Joe Woods, but I just think, you know, from from my sense, I'm not going to say that they have outside people influencing them, but I think what, what's happening is you're starting to see that they got an understanding that last year wasn't good enough. Somebody had to say, come on, guys, we not we can't. I don't think we should go into next year with the same type thing. Right. Because Does everybody think it's the right move, by the way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean – Prefer sucks. They had a, they had a lot of just awful miscues on the special yeah. teams. So the, the, the big one for I think everyone was the incorrect cover on the onside kick that cost them the Jets game. Yeah. To me, fireable offense. Uh, it was just because especially when Tyvis drew it up and Tyvis said, "I've played special teams at every level: high school, college, professional. This isn't the way you coach that play." And I don't know what they were doing. I poked around on that, and I I don't I think that that was actually the way that they coached it, which you could say that's that's what they because it goes back to, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, and, and I I should look at notes, but it had to do with they they have one less person up on the line now than they did before for right. safety reasons, and that changed the way some teams block this. It doesn't, now. The lines have to be balanced, right? Yeah, I forget now, and I don't I don't want to say something incorrect, but it has to do with the fact that there's one less person up on the line okay. than what there was before, and the way that they I don't know that it was because remember the very next game they blocked it the same way where they left that guy open, right. and we sat here and went oh my god they just did it again, right? And I think that actually was the way that they were coaching yeah. it. Yeah. But, I mean, regardless, somebody blew it on that. You should not have what happened you against the You can circle Jets. that play, and, yeah. and, and and all of a sudden, eight and nine? Is that what they But it's not, just that, play. It's, it's, it's not just that play. It's not just that play. The, the Browns special team sucked the whole time he was here. They drafted this kicker. Everybody said he was going to be the next great kicker. He wasn't very good as a rookie. Yeah. And whether you whether that's his fault or not, the bottom line is everything that happens on special teams goes on you. They yeah, it does. But I don't know that I've I, – I don't know that head co – that, that, Special teams coaches are held responsible for kickers' misses. Well, now if there's a breakdown and there's a lot of blocks, which we saw at least we two had of those a couple. There's a couple blocks. Yeah. That to me is more concerning than a kicker moving it three inches wide to the left. You, That's you, on the kicker yeah. well, every time. That could have saved him though. That it could have. It could have right. been something that he said. Look, well, look how great I'm doing with the kicking game. Like they, the return game for three, four, five years has Awful. been. Well, just, they did have an unfortunate injury. They, they address that position, yep. and then boom, right away before the season gets going, he's out. Yep, it's, it, it, so, and that hurt. So you, I look at, I look at it as a whole. To me, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I feel about the indecisiveness because I, I thought this was a pretty easy 
we're going to move on just like they did with Joe Woods one game afterwards. So it tells me like, okay, well, if you wouldn't have a delay like this, if you didn't have two competing interests, somebody had to say, well, I think this is okay. We can ride it out. Somebody had to be like, well, let's pivot and change because because here's the thing. Even if you have him on staff, coaches usually organizations usually never just knee jerk for lack of a better term. And yeah. say, oh, he's available. We want you to get out. Yeah, well, I, well, I it's do. an upgrade, though, it, and it's it, a clear well, upgrade. Well, yes, I agree, but it does show you that they weren't complete. They were, they were going to keep a guy that they didn't fully believe in. Right, that's not great. But, but well, because the, part of that equation, though, is who you're going to replace. That's exactly him with. it. The, that, that goes through every coaching change at any level in and any suddenly, sport. A guy if you're going to like right. came available, if you're going to fire a guy, okay, but who are you going to get? You got to get somebody who you like better. Yeah. And there was no one out there. If they didn't believe in him, fine. But if there's nobody better available that you believe now, in, you it, have to keep what in you the have. Joe Woods situation. What was different about that? They didn't have his immediate replacement ready. They went through the interview process, but I believe that they had seen enough from Joe to know he was not the guy. And it's a little uh, bit easier with DCs. There's always candidates. Yes, you know what I mean? the pool is much yeah. bigger. Special teams is yeah, a little but I, smaller I, I, world. I do think that they had quickly made the decision on Joe. We have to move on. Yes, I think with Prefer, they were in the space where it wasn't great. It, it could have been a lot better. Who's available? Right. It's not like there's this pool of candidates right. just swimming out there. Right. So they, they, they hit pause on that. Josina told me this morning that it, because I said the timing was odd, and she said they had more pressing issues. Okay, maybe the first week of the offseason. What off else season, were they doing for the last Maybe month? the second week of the offseason. Right. What We're else five, is pressing? Six weeks removed from right. their last football game. I mean, did you ask her for any specifics or no? She w she wouldn't was, give them to it? me, and if she did, she she told me all she could tell me. It yeah. could be and possible. I think it's just that the, a better guy came of it. Well, yeah. maybe the reason they didn't do it sooner was because they had Ray Ventrone targeted maybe the whole time because they knew the Colts were going to be you know hiring a new coach. But did they? I mean, did they know that which way that was going to go? No, they didn't know which way it was going to go, but they right. knew they were going to have a new coach. Yeah. I mean, I guess Saturday could have been back, but still, he would he have been. He did interview. He would have been back as a full-time. He, he would have been able to pick his staff or yeah. whatever. And so, maybe they were like, listen, let's not do this right in, now in case Ventrone doesn't become available. We don't want to rush and hire somebody else that we don't. We, we like Ventrone more. Who knows? In the end, it doesn't matter because in the end, they made the change and they got a guy that we all like better. So, Question for you guys. Yeah. The Colts, in theory, can block the Browns from interviewing him because it's a lateral, lateral move. Special teams. Yeah. Right. Special teams. They've right. already given permission, though. Have they? Yeah. I, it's what I read. Now, could have been. I heard the Browns requested permission to interview. I have not seen the Colts had granted it. But so, you, you may be right. I, I, I thought I read this morning that they have requested and received permission. Now, I read so many articles but this if morning. That, I could be yeah. wrong. I mean, if it, no one it, else yes, saw that. I, did, I don't remember seeing that for sure. But yeah. knowing how the politics work. I would imagine that they don't make this move unless they have assurance from the Colts that he's I would think available. so too. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, and and the way that things the way certain reporters are tied into certain factions of the organization and when things come out I look at it and go that came exactly from yeah. inside You're the talking building. Talking about the Pelissaro? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly okay. what I'm talking That's about. That's what right. I'm So so that comes from directly inside the building. And yeah. for him to put that out makes me believe That's that the Browns have assurance from now, the Colts. Now, it could be a miscalculation on the Browns' part, It too. could be. It could be. It's but usually it's not. It's they've, a, they've miscalculated a time or two before. They have. Fair. But, yes, but in this case, you probably AJ, it's my understanding, at least in my recollection of how these moves go, oftentimes, D.C. coordinators, 
don't always get permission. Coordinators in general don't always. But special teams, I believe, in my memory, it's always it's different. Like, I don't think I can remember a team standing in the way of a special teams coach from interviewing with another club. Man. I mean, you have to somehow make it a upgrade in some way. If it, if it truly is a lateral to lateral move, you have to give him a different title or, right. or something. But in this instance, you if you know you're not bringing the guy back, it, it's only fair to do right by the mm-hmm. guy and say, it's not going to work sure. here for you. You have our permission, our blessing. Now, to maybe they want the new coach in Indy to meet with Ventrone before they decide. Because the, the, if I'm the new guy coming in, I might say, well, I want that guy. Right. I, well, but I, like think what Jason, I would imagine that's I already think what happened. Jason's you saying. You think it's already happened? I'm, I'm guessing. Right. Or perhaps he already he, has he, a he, guy in mind. I'm yeah. guessing. I'm he's totally saying, guessing on he's it. He's saying it's a, a gentleman's permission slip. Go ahead out here. You can look for what you it, it does you no good to retain somebody who obviously might want to go somewhere. If you're a special teams coach and you want to go somewhere else, I mean, it's a special teams coach. I'm not going to hold you back. Right, right. Like, like, because I can't remember it ever happening to a special like, teams coach. But look at, uh, look at uh, the Browns actually being, uh, in theory, a team that uh, somebody wanted chose over another team for an equal position. That hasn't happened very often. Well, if he's on his way out in Indy and he knows he's on his way out. Yeah. By the way, if, and yeah, there's yeah. not many jobs. Like Mike Prever's in trouble in terms of getting yeah, a job for next year. Th- that's why the timing there's not many was openings. odd. The reason these firings typically take place right away because, is because that's when the job pool yeah, opens right. up. You want, you want them to give him a much runway to get another job or to interview with somebody else. Right. And so, I mean, this is awkward. This is fe- this February. It's about to be March. Yeah, but the Combine's next week. Maybe He'll, have go to the cult. He'll have opportunities to network. <laughs> Screw up their special teams. So, like, yeah, man. By the way, yeah, I just, you guys, I, I just automatically look at it like this. Something tells me people are being motivated inside that building. It's, the, the vibe is, oh, no, we, we, we only got a limited time. We better make this worth it because everybody ain't going to be back here. Well, I don't you think they had to find the special teams coach to know that. Everybody knew that. Yeah, well, everybody knew. Yeah. You can't lose a game, though. The, I know special teams are a huge part of it. Missed kicks are one thing. You know, you can't always look at the coach for that. Again, unless I said before, there's blocking scheme issues. But when, you, when you're not covering an onside kick that you know is coming, it wasn't a pop quiz. They knew it. They were ready for it. And they got totally snookered on it. And the thing of it is, I think the new recovery rate on or success rate on onside kicks is like 5%. Yeah, it's If I'm low. not mistaken. It, it's the, the rule is... And, and the, the, thing, the thing that's team to recover. stuck in my head, and maybe I'm making too big of a deal about this with Mike Prefer. I go back to Minnesota. He's a special teams coach with the Vikings. They tra- they trade up to draft Daniel Carlson, number one kicker in the draft. They take him right around the time that the they, Browns took. Uh, I forgot his name. Austin, Browns kicker. Austin. Austin. Thank you. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Kate, Kate York. York. Kate okay. York. And, and Carlson is a disaster with Minnesota, has one bad game. Started misses like three kicks. Yeah. yeah. As a rookie has a terrible game, misses three kicks. They cut him. Yeah. He goes to the Raiders. He's now one of the best kickers in the league. Now yeah, the Browns have a rookie. Like to have. Yeah, now the Browns draft this kid, Cade York High, struggles through an inconsistent year as a rookie. The common denominator in that is Prefer. Now, again, I've yelled multiple times on the show, hire someone who is a kicking specialist for these right. kickers. It doesn't make any sense to me that I they know. don't, but... I know a guy. It doesn't... Yeah. Does it bother I know you, you said he likes Texas and there's, he doesn't want to move. Yeah, there's a guy in Texas who knows that loud. stadium Does, awfully well. Do any teams have that guy? The Baltimore. Do. Baltimore. It's so weird. And by the way, who's got the best kicker? Now, yeah. I'm not saying he's a product of – Tucker's a product of their kicker uh, – their coach. It's so but, weird with all the money spent in the NFL that every team doesn't I'm, have that. I'm with you. And yeah. there's a lot of kicking coaches. Just like there's like, like – 
Quincy Avery is, is Deshaun's quarterback's coach, yeah. his private quarterback coach. There's a lot of private kickers that coach up these kickers going yeah. into the draft and free agency when guys get cut. But I want a guy in the side, on the sidelines. But I'm saying, like, it's but not like this is a foreign thing. There I are know. guys who specialize. It's so strange. They're just not hired by NFL We talked teams. about they this independently with, with Jay's son, who's a track oh, coach, man. yesterday. And it's like, I was asking, I think it was off the air. I was yeah, it was. Him. Yeah. I was like, because so your son works with the high jumpers, but he's not doing shot put. Because no. that's not his thing. He it's doesn't like know football. That. There's specialized yeah. coaches. Now, some coaching programs, USC, Texas, Florida, and track and field, have coaches that just coach the sprints. Mm-hmm. Then they have a coach that just coaches the long jumpers. Right, right, right. Then just the high jumpers. Right. Those are the programs that are going to have the most success. Sure. They the more in-depth more. you are, the, you know, yeah, the better it's going to be. More. Corey's coaching yeah. pole vaulters, right. sprinters. And jumpers. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot. Let me ask you all this question. When 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 Stefanski got sick, right, with, with the COVID thing, right? Yeah. He had an opportunity to pick anybody on his staff to, to coach against the Steelers. He didn't pick Woods. He didn't pick Van Pelt, even though it would have been a natural progression because he calls the plays, right? You yeah. would have thought that Van Pelt would have called the plays because it been his choice for coach. But it I wasn't. think Van Pelt did call the plays, though, in that game, didn't he? I think Van Pelt called the plays. I think Prefer was actually I think the, head the coach. reason. So, so why would he? Why would he pick Prefer? I I think the reason is because it leaves your offensive coordinator, and defense coordinator, to still do their jobs. Yeah, it's the, it's the least disruptive. Yeah, right. The only thing yeah. that changes now is the overseer. If right. If you take Alex Van Pelt and now he's the head coach, he's doing what something that he doesn't do: call the plays. And he's just, he has to handle clock management for the first time. Right, so, that's too you know, much. So I, I look at it, I mean, but you, you'd have to say, if you're a prefer type person, you're like, well, listen, I mean, this is a guy who won you, he won your playoff game. I mean, you, you, this I, is a fact. He, he didn't win the game. He won, he went into Pittsburgh and almost dominate him. And he had to call the, he didn't call the plays, but he was calling, let's go for the fourth down. He was throwing the flag. The decisions were his. Decisions were his. So I thought it was kind of odd that, like, hey, this person would have been, like, out of all the people you could have chose, you chose him. Um, now he's gone. Man. Yeah, Baker Mayfield won your playoff game, too. And he's gone too. Well, that's out of here too. Well, well, so now we, we, hey, now the coach and the quarterback of our only playoff win in a billion years (laughs) are in the wind. And then there was one. You, you you didn't shadow around everybody. Everybody gone. It's just, it's only Stefanski left. Well, and Barry. Unless they, unless Uh, are are they? If one go, you, you are, you are under the. Premise that other one's going to. Yes, I We am. didn't talk okay. about something on the show. I know we're supposed to turn at 1130 to do our AFC North team, but I don't think we talked about Biennemi leaving Kansas City for Washington. No, right? we didn't. And I, I just wanted you guys to weigh in if you had some strong thoughts on that because this is, this you is know, just an enigma. A lot of people have brought up he, he had some troubles off the field, which I had forgotten about, honestly, yeah, and maybe did. that factors in. Yeah. But there's been other head coaches that have had troubles off the field that have gotten jobs. Yeah. So, I don't know. A lot of people say he's interviewed bad. The, so, the move clearly is, the, the it seems the overarching issues, there have been teams that have leaked out that he just interviewed very poorly. Right, right, So, right. there's that. But the other thing is, and that they might just be trying to provide cover for not hiring by saying that. Yeah. The other issue is that he's in the shadow of Andy Reid, and right. he's never going to get credit. So, uh, you know, the definition of insanity, keep doing what you're doing and expect different results. He's probably realized it's just not going to happen if but I'm under it? Andy Reid. So now he's going to Washington, 
where he has yeah. no Patrick Mahomes and no Andy Reid to provide cover for him. Well, he's got no quarterback, period. Well, I know he doesn't, but now we're, I think we're going to find out. Jeez. If he, he succeeds like. here, he will be a head coach. If he does well, I would think yeah, right I, away he's yeah, a I head think coach. he's in a tricky spot to succeed when he has no quarterback. I agree. But, hey. but uh, I, I do think it's interesting that Matt Nagy, who was the offensive coordinator before him, got a job right away, didn't do well. He's the OC again with the Chiefs. Right. Crazy. So I'll be curious at the end of this year if the Chiefs offense is good again. Does Matt get Nagy get a second job? Well, Sean McCoy was sharply critical. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Sean McCoy's got he, an axe to I'm grind, just saying. No doubt. Yeah. Well, he didn't just sort of offer criticism. Yeah. He just flat said, what has he done that's good? Yeah. What? And he, he flat said, I'm sorry. That is not his offense. Andy Reid. Divide, you know, he designs the offense, and he said, as for the play calling, the duties are split, but he was even talking about his coaching technique in practice. Very critical of that. He did him no favors. Yeah. And and I was surprised that McCoy got no pushback at all from the panel that he that he made those comments yeah. on. Everybody just sort of sat there like yesterday. You dropped something, and we all just looked at you and said, well, well that's yeah, low-key true. Yeah, and everybody on the panel could have fired back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Who was this panel? Who was on this uh, panel? It's Emmanuel Acho. Yeah, Acho was – seen. And I was surprised Acho didn't push back, to be completely honest. I just thought that somebody – I wish I had been on that panel because I would have dug down. I had a million uh, the follows. Re- the reality is – Come we on. often judge whether a guy is going to be – I don't know that Eric Bieniemy is going to be a good coach, head coach Come or not. On. We often judge whether a guy is going to be a good head coach based on their success or their perceived success as an offensive coordinator or defensive Correct. quarter, which in reality is not necessarily a, an indicator for being a good well, head coach. Well, let's just look at – if you look at the Belichick tree, for instance. Yeah. All of those coordinators that were heaped praise one after another on right. both sides of the ball – went and flamed out and failed miserably as everywhere they went some of them many of them failed twice yes bill o'brien it's like they all come home to roost at one point they've all have gone back to new england after and then they go get another job and and then they fail again again. like here's the thing come on shady mccoy like listen you could talk about what you want to talk about that man has rings it don't like you can say you don't like what he's talking or what he's putting down all I know is he's inside a building. All I know is he's calling the plays. All I know is he's doing what yeah. he's doing. At the end of the day, there's people that are less qualified getting positions who have never called the plays, who have never sniffed a call sheet, and they just give new rookie guys. Hey, Jeff Saturday came right off the set. Come on over here. Just get this. Just come get it, right? At the end of the day, the goalposts have moved so many times for Eric being me is crazy. And for people sitting up here talking about why, why is it that, you know what I'm saying, he don't interview well? See, this is why I, I applaud LeBron James. You make sure your son get in the league. I don't care what nobody say. You make sure you pull every nepotism move you can, and they're going to draft him, and you leverage what you can to get him in the league. Because at the end of the day, it's the haves and the haves nots. Well, that's what people do. That's what people do. They use their contact. They use mm-hmm. their contact. They use what they got. And even after Andy Reid come out and say, this man has done X, Y, and Z, Still can't get a job. People still won't give him a job. And you say he, well, l- listen, there's all kinds. Hey, I know Rex Ryan. I know Rex Ryan can't interview good. Have to, like, what was, <laughs> what was Joe Woods saying in this interview? He couldn't even tell me why he couldn't cover nobody. It, the proof is in the pudding. At some point in time, you just got to say, well, I'm not trying to hire him. And if I was Eric Bieniemy, I would tell you, I would give you this one, one point of advice. 
go talk to Flores. Do you know what this means? You're going to have to perform twice as good as they do for you to even be established well, or get a job. If he does it again, he's hired. Period. But he has no quarterback. So like you so now they said, think about the extremes here. You go from Patrick Mahomes and showing Patrick Mahomes what he can do and winning multiple Super Bowls. They don't they want you to go prove it for the worst well, organization now, in the league. In, in defense though, in all likelihood, the team that he would have become a head coach for, they don't have a quarterback either. But that's why they're looking for a new head coach. But it's not a lateral move, though. No, it's not. I, I, I'll take that chance with, a, with one in thirty-two. The shame of no. it is he's got to leave Kansas City. That's crazy. To make that next step. Right, right. Here's my hope. When I first read the news, I thought, "Wow, that really sucks." That sucks bad. Other guys with far less credentials and success that's... have leapfrogged him to become a head coach, yeah. and this guy has to go to a team with no quarterback and, and start basically from ground level zero right. That's and crazy. prove it all over again. In, now, in a division that has news. the NFC champs. It's the toughest division of football. Yeah. Here's the good news. Yeah. If he does it, this nonsensical talk about who gets the credit. Yeah. He's going to look like a shining star. If, in the if sky. they have but a decent offense, but not, they're decent, not going to have a great. Be above average. Yeah. But that's the, but that's the, it's point. got some wide receivers. there. That's the point. Like if you Matt Nagy didn't have to go. If prove you're it a else. black man, we've listened to this for years. Right. If you just go be twice as better, we'll give you a shot. Yeah, that's a different. That, that's a different that, that hits that hits different. Yeah, like I got to be perfect. I got to do it without a quarterback. I got to do it with Dan Snyder looking at me. I got to do it with no picks. And it's like I've shown you my worth. You know how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl. We should know we've had hundreds of people come try. They're all terrible. This man has done that. His boss is his superior has told you that this man is worthy of it, but he has to go start from zero yeah. and prove it again just because, well, I like him right. better. Uh, a a yeah. former beat writer, NFL beat writer, who's retired as a journalist, but he's a longtime beat writer. I asked him his thoughts about this, about the whole thing that he's got to move. And here's yeah. what he said. He said, you can look at it as a negative, and it's not fair that he has to do it. However, this this much is accepted league-wide, and I'm, I want your thought on this. He said, whether or not Andy's calling 48% of the plays or not, Andy's done everything he could to try to help Eric get a job. He said, Andy's willing to do that because he knows that the train's going to keep moving. Mm -hmm. He knows, like Belichick knew, when you lose all of these coordinators, I've got this thing going in the right direction. I'm going to be fine. So right. Andy's doing everything he can by coming out and saying he calls more plays than I do and coming out and trying to prop this guy up. But what, what this reporter told me and made sense, it just sucks. It sucks. That's reality. But he said in Washington, he's going to now have the opportunity and the privilege to run an offense without Andy looking over his shoulder. And that's when we're going to see Eric Bieniemy blossom. So yeah. it is kind of a sink or swim scenario. Because if he fails miserably, guess what the narrative's going to be? It's already written. Right. <laughs> but if he succeeds, he doesn't have yeah. to. He doesn't have to take the Redskins. I know, but it's not an apples to apples. It's not, right. and it's not. We got to We got to move on. But go ahead. Washington yeah. wasn't terrible last year. No, they won. Like, there is some talent there. They don't have a nice quarterback. Young running back. No, they do have they've good got pieces. Nice receivers. They got no quarterback. My hope for him is he takes them and wins the NFC East. If he wins the NFC East, he's yeah. head coach next year. Here's the thing that's frustrating. I think they can boil it all down. If you go to the Super Bowl, your coordinators get jobs. Period. Like and it happens. Just time about it, look at the Eagles. Look at the look at Philly. They they win the Super no, Bowl. No, you know they, what? I'll tell you what. 
lose the Super Bowl, but both they're well, going to Bengals coordinators didn't get jobs, which but, I'm glad. No, but I, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But however, it would have been three Super Bowls ago. The, the two coordinators that played in that Super Bowl are now on different teams, but not as head coaches. Byron Leftwich mm-hmm. fired in Tampa Bay, and Eric Bieniemy had to move for a lateral job. But yeah. you're right. If you and I'd, I'd be curious to go back 10, 10 Super Bowls and find out how yeah. many of those twenty coordinators Moved got head coaching, head coaching jobs, jobs the next year. Right. It'd be a great research should, project. I think we should leave it here. Get to the AFC yeah, we North do. Team. We have we'll to go. go. And yeah. I, I'm sorry to take us off track. Yeah. I just felt like we had yeah, let yeah, the yeah, enemy yeah. thing come and go, and it just popped into my head. I would have said something prior to the show had I thought of it. Um, AFC North offense start a quarterback, right? Yeah. Okay. Welcome into the UCSS war room. We're going to put together the UCSS AFC North All-Star right. team. We're going to name two quarterbacks. We need a backup. They get right. hurt a lot. Um, is this even a discussion, guys? No. No, I, I'm obviously Burrow's the starter, and I think Lamar's your backup. Until I, I Watson proves that. anything more, anybody got a disagreement with that? I mean, you you said yesterday you might think that DW is, is the guy. You know what? I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. Well, you're outnumbered three to one. So, <laughs> so Lamar it is. <laughs> well, just make the case real quick. Let's just make the case. It is an interesting discussion. Um, well, here's here's the thing. I, I don't know. Long term, uh, I think Deshaun Watson's play uh, is more comparable to uh, conducive to making a long term push or something. I don't. Lamar Jackson is electrifying. He should get his money. I'm on record saying that. But I don't think his play style is going to lend itself to being on the field all that much. I think Deshaun Watson is a better thrower than football. I think Deshaun Watson reads defenses better. I think Deshaun Watson has better awareness. He's not as electric as Lamar Jackson, but if you look at the two, he can do some of the things that Lamar Jackson can do with his legs, but Lamar Jackson can't do at his best with what Deshaun Watson can do. Watson's a better thrower. Jackson's a better runner. It depends on what you value more, but what's interesting about this discussion is this is kind of what's going on in Baltimore right now. It is. Because Jackson, who represents himself, is telling the Ravens, do you think that Deshaun Watson is better than I am? Right. If the answer is and they think it's, no. They think it's yes because they ain't paid him yet. Well, the problem for Jackson, though, is then I, that's what I want. No, I, I want don't agree bag. with that. I don't, yeah, think, I, I don't know that that's true I think either, they're but, saying the Browns are lunatics. Uh, I think they are. I think that. they are. But, hold, hold on. but Jackson's saying... If that's the market, but and that's Daniel, what the market but, is. But they're saying Daniel Jones wants forty-five he million. Getting that. The Giants I, said they are not coming. I don't. Him. It, it's not about what the Giants will give him. Daniel Jones is on record saying that's, that's what he okay. wants. That's okay. Baker Baker Mayfield played it, but yeah. talked his way out of town yeah. too. I, I, well, I don't think I'd it. say if we're really making a team like this. I if you know, I'm gonna assume Burrow's gonna be healthy, right? I could use Lamar. As a gadget player, as my backup well, quarterback, it, yeah. fourth and one, yeah, <laughs> fourth and one, <laughs> yeah, you're he's your fourth down quarterback. So I think it's settled though that we, yeah. that's our quarterback. Right? But if Joe Burrow, so here's the thing: if Joe Burrow got hurt and you was really over this team, would you really say with Jamar Chase and T Higgins, you wouldn't feel more no, comfortable? That's a good point. With Deshaun Watson, I want Watson. I, I, if I knew Watson was going to be the player he was in Houston, I got to see it before I. Yeah. Uh, right now, today, I'm still taking Lamar. Seven and five in six games is like a beacon. It's just like a yeah. flashing yeah. red caution light to me in my brain. All right. But that's, a, all... that's a great point that yeah. you made. I mean, typically you pick your backup by you want him to have the same skill set as your starter. Right. And Watson is closer to that than Jackson. Sure. 
Sure, sure, sure. So, so we're but, officially but I, locking I, the pick in. Lamar Jackson as QB2. I think Jason, we are. Lock it in. QB2. Because it also gives defensive coordinators nightmares knowing that they could sneak him in at any point. plays for Jackson. That's right. And he's just as competent. He yeah. might come in, too. All right. So, quarterback is settled. Running backs, uh, one and two. I don't think this is a discussion. No, number two is a discussion. Yeah. I, I, for me, Nick is Chubb, clearly. One. Chubb's the starter. Obviously, yeah. Chubb's one. Uh, to me, it is debatable who it the is, number two yeah, back it is. Because I struggled with this. Because I'll tell you, Joe Mixon is probably the second best back in the league. That would be my guy. But yeah. Najee uh, is not that far behind. I, I went with Najee over Mixon, but it was close. I, I, but I'll tell you, an interesting guy uh, who, who, who nobody's going to mention because he's not a prolific runner. Is P. The, Ryan. Is Samaj yeah, P. Ryan. I knew you'd say him. Because he's a great, yeah. great path, uh, blocker. Yeah, he's a different. He's a blitz pickup yeah, guy. He gives you a wow. more diverse backfield. Yes. Right? And, and things that, you know, he can do things. Yes. That some of these other guys can't. Najee Harris can catch the ball. That's why I went with Najee. He well, Mixon can too. But do you think he catches the ball better than Najee I think, Harris? I think Mixon's better than Najee. I'm going Mixon. I think Mixon's better than Najee. Okay, then I got a I got a break rank here as well, the two, owner. Two. I don't want to I don't want to cast the the, the deciding because if I if I go with we you, could go to the fans for the tiebreaker well, between Mixon and, and Najee. See, the, the name I had on my sheet was Najee. Harris. Najee. Yeah. Okay, so let's I, go to the fans for the tiebreaker. I, 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 I said Najee Harris too. You will? So, yeah, yeah. I, that's what so I said. Go to yeah. the fans for the tiebreaker so for second running back. Najee or yeah. Mixon. Ask the fans in the five minute YouTube yeah. poll. Nobody picked J.K. Dobbins. I thought about Dobbins too. I actually think he has the most upside of all these. I, I agree. do too, but I don't trust his but he's availability. Been a lot. I don't yes. like his swollen knee. Yeah, yeah I know. That's why. All right, I while we go to the fans for that one, poll, usually they're ninety seconds or yeah, there is yeah, five minutes. It's, it's about... a sixty-second poll. We are debating the fullback okay. on this team. No, we're going to yeah, I, did, I saw that you had that on there. Who runs a fullback? I'll, I'll call Samaj P. Ryan my right, fullback. That, that was the answer I was hoping you guys I mean, yeah. I, I want Samaj P. Ryan on this team one way or the other. I was going to go. think an H-back and be, put Fryfog or not, what's his name? Uh, Fry move. move. I was going to move him to H-back. Because he's not yeah. going to be over he, Andrews. Yeah, back. but he'd be my number two tight end. No, I've got Njoku as number two. I got Njoku. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah, we're we're save that for a second. Let's go to the 60-second poll. What's the final results? Najee Harris oh, wow. was 71% of the vote. 71. Wow, 71. That's a bad job. Wow. He was a side last year. We're going to make executive decision. Uh, not 71. It was 52%. Sorry. Oh, oh so very close. 52, then. 47. And we're going to put Samaji P. Ryan as our fullback. Okay, that's fine. And that'll lead us. And just so we get the graphic receiver. Up, so everyone can see here. S-A-M. There we go. By the you way, kudos, kudos to Anthony and the whole graphics team back there. Yeah. That's a nice, sharp, updated, clean look. And look how yeah. quickly it happens when Tagboard works. Yeah, like, it's we unbelievable. Got full, we got good. a full updated... Backfield. Also, Patrick Ricard, the Ravens fullback, is actually a really damn good fullback he in his is. own right. But yeah, this I is mean, how he went for we're, the we're, all, we're all about AFC fullbacks North have gone the way of, of straight on toe kickers. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. You just don't see them anymore. Barefoot kickers. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, remember that? Oh and yeah. Tony Franklin was, wasn't he? Yeah. All right, it's time okay. for our receivers yeah. and this was this tight is going to be interesting. I can't wait to see where you guys go. Chase is on it. Obviously, one. one Everyone agree with Chase is number one. Uh, I have Cooper as number two over I, T. Higgins. I got Higgins. I had Higgins. I got Higgins. Higgins. Okay. Doesn't matter. Higgins is on the team. Yeah. Then every you guys think Cooper is at least a three. Yes. I think I Cooper's hope. three. Cooper's so the third. number four is going to be really interesting. Who do you got? Uh, let me just think about it for a minute. So we, our choices are between we've got Deontay Johnson. We got the kid. Man. What's his name with the Steelers? Not to give his name. George Pickens. George yeah, Pickens. Pickens. Who's Baltimore's got Rashad Bateman, who was hurt all last year. year Tyler Boyd is a veteran. Nobody's going to mention DPJ as a possible four? No. 
Because no. I think now, he was fourth in receiving yards. I would make the argument in the Deont- conference. I mean, uh, Deontay it's Johnson. Deontay Johnson. He'd be my three. Well, and here's Cooper the one thing I would four. argue, though, about over Pickens. So you you would take him over now, right here's now. The only, here's the only thing I would argue. He's got to have touchdowns for Tyler Boyd over any of these other guys. Even though I think Deontay Johnson and Pickens are more talented than Boyd, but Boyd is a veteran, has great hands, and he's a slot receiver. Yeah. I just I, I love Johnson. So I'm voting for, for I don't know Boyd, how you have 86 catches and zero touchdowns. Part of that's on quarterback play. Uh, all yeah. of his I, quarterback. I he got tackled but four times inside the five yard line. I know he way. did, which means he's getting caught a lot from behind. I'm going Boyd. I'm going Deontay Johnson. I, I I'll stick to it. Deontay Johnson. Go back and look. When Ben Roethlisberger was a quarterback, he was a completely different receiver. So we're, I got we're in agreement Johnson. with Chase Higgins and Cooper. Yes. It looks like Johnson is probably the fourth. We've got two for Johnson, and I I actually went with DPJ. Well, make, you make your case for DPJ. Well, so I did. I think he's fourth in the in the conference in receiving yards. Convincing argument. That's he's not definitely not better than those yeah. guys. I mean, no, I, would, I mean, obviously in Cincinnati yeah. there's a triumphant, so those numbers are split. If, right. I mean, I would. What even, was interesting to me was. Baltimore, I didn't, I didn't consider anybody on the. No, way. their best no. receiver is Bateman, and he was their, hurt all year. Yeah. yeah. Well, just, I think Andrews is their best. Well, receiver. yeah, right. But He's so speaking of tight end, Andrews is the starter. Yeah, Andrews was a slam dunk starter. Yeah. I had Njoku. I did too. I would go with Fryermuth as, as the two, but I, I think it's. You know. I, I I was leaning to Joku could be could be talked to go either way. But I think Fryermuth has more upside. I mean, Njoku's been in the league a while. He is what he is. He was twenty one when he got in. If if. For 20. Njoku is the third highest paid tight end and can't be in the top two in his division. That's troublesome. Yeah. You, it's just troublesome. Now, it is a division full of well, elite tight ends. Yeah. Excellent but, tight ends. But know the if top two tight ends aren't even in this division. Right. In Kittle and Kelsey. And Kelsey. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, that's why I just think that Njoku I actually think is Andrews continue. is better than Kittle. But. I think Njoku is going to continue yeah. to trend up, and I think that Deshaun Watson is going to really look at him next year as his safety valve on a lot of different formations. I and think Frymuth has shown himself to be much more reliable than Njoku. What were the catch numbers? I didn't look these stats up, but I, 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 in my mind, they're very, very close. So Steve Pope and Joku twenty-seven. While I get Fire Moose numbers in front of me, I had Joku on my on my fantasy team, and in general, I was pretty happy. Yeah, with he, what he, he did was on my team. So for comparison's sake, just the numbers here. Fire Moose had sixty-three receptions, seven hundred and thirty-two yards, and two touchdowns while playing with Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. Very yeah. close. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I, you can very give, close. You can give him the. Cl- and Fire Moose is only in his second year. Yeah. I still say Njoku. Okay, but I mean, and you're in, and, and you're who? Njoku. So Njoku I mean, is. No point I have going Njoku to fans because our my... fans will be biased about it. So yeah, I know. No well, Njoku had three votes anyway, right? Bowl, you yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fine, yeah. that's fine. I mean, I do think Njoku and Firemuth are pretty interchangeable. Yes. Yeah, I think they're very similar guys. All right, on the offensive line, as I mentioned, my only contribution is Joel Batonio, which is a slam dunk anyhow. He's the best guard in the conference. Yeah. Um, the problem in this in this division. The weakest position in this division is tackle. They yeah, really are not is. good. The, the Browns tackles are, are average or below. The Bengals tack, tackles are average or below. And the Steelers tackles are average or below. Ronnie Stanley the, and Stanley's, uh, is pretty good, but he didn't, have a, he didn't have a very good year according to PFF. Oh, he didn't? And their other tackle, whose name's now escaping me. Morgan Moses. He actually had a pretty good year, so I'd probably put – like, there's probably – there are like five good guards. We might be better off starting some of the guards. Okay, go go with the other guard slot. Who else do you want? Because I'd go with I'd go with Wyatt Teller at right tackle. 
But um, see, I, I, Kevin Zeitler of the Ravens and Alex Kappa of the Bengals are both really good as well. But I would start Teller and I would start right guard. Antonio at guard. Teller, I don't think Teller had a very good year. No, I know he, he was a Pro Bowl. A step back. He was hurt. He still had the second or third highest PFF grade of guards in this division. Did he really? Yeah. Uh, uh, he did take a step back. I would. I would. But, but I'm not basing it only on last year. Right. I think right. you got to base it. You know, I mean, you base it however you want. I'm basing it on last year. Well, here's what I'm. I, I'm basing it. Uh, this isn't a team that's going to play a game in the past. My team's going to play 2023. I'm projecting next year. Yeah. And well, th- with Teller trending down, my fear is that's going to continue. I wonder how much the calf lingered all year because yeah, he was yeah. he was an absolute rock. Lower extremity for yeah. an offensive line is like poison. Ever, ever. Like you're not going to get the push. You're not going to get the bend. You're going to get beat on so pass rush. So let's give rush. him the benefit of the doubt. What, what I would do is have Teller and, Beto- Teller and Betonio at the guards. I'd have Tyler Lindebaum, the I think yeah, either a rookie or a second-year guy with the Ravens, Ravens center. center. I'd go with I'd go with uh, what's his name, Morgan Moses, or the other guy, Stanley. Stanley, Stanley yeah. at, at one tackle, and maybe go with both of those guys to tackle. Maybe take Alex Cap of the Bengals, who was a really good guard, and put him at right tackle but if he could play. You it. know what's messed up? People don't. Ethan Poachers was rated by PFF the third best center. Right after Jason Cubs. Where was Linderbaum? He had in to be the up league. there, too. Tyler Linderbaum was six. Yeah, but I'd, he played the whole season, didn't he? The other thing is, oh, we Poche don't know did. that he's a free agent. Missed Poche. a couple games. Yeah, yeah. Poche. 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 Poche missed a couple games. I mean, but right. he, but but Ethan Poaches has a much better uh, pass block Poche. grade. Poaches pulled a Joe Flacco. Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, he. he I he's hear you. paid, isn't he? he I, I just, I'll take the sixth guy who's in his second year in the league. He's the third guy who he's missed some time. He's I mean, first he, is young yeah. too, but I think that there's probably a little bit more of a track record with yeah. your guy. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I think so. So who's their center? He, you know his pass block grade. And the, the, Pochich the, is a free agent, so you can't count him right Linder, now. Linderbaum. like putting Kareem Hunt on the team. We're not I, putting Kareem Hunt on I don't like – so Ethan, he did play about 300 more snaps than Ethan Pochich. Yeah, that's a big difference. But his pass blocking grade is a 53. He was a Ooh. rookie. 53 is a 53. How, what, what was Poche? G. Bush? Poche is 71.5. But how much run? does PFF put into consideration that the Ravens' passing offense, especially the second half of the year with Tyler Huntley, was essentially non-existent? Uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm just asking how. What was Linderbaum's run, pass, uh, run blocking grade? 84.2. Really no, it was pretty good. Okay, you want to go with him? Run block for Ethan Poches is, is a 79.1. Still good. Still very good. Very good. But again, but like Poaches is a free months. agent, so I don't it's think we a consider coin for him. It's a yeah. throw. It, it, I wouldn't. It don't matter. Okay. So mm-hmm. what, what have we said? I say we go with the Ravens tackles and center and the Browns guards. That's yep, that's my that's, vote. I think that's about it. Interesting right, so that the, 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 the team that here. won the division doesn't have anybody anyway. on the offensive line. No, uh, Kappa, but they have the best skill position, gee, top yeah. to bottom. Kappa was the only really good player on their line, and he's not as good as Teller and Betonio. Yeah. Yeah, that the, that so, wide receiver. The rest of their line is not is just mediocre. All right, so I think that that that's our team. That wraps up the uh, the exercise. I wonder how that would compare against other teams and other divisions. By the way, by, by the way, uh, not to be like Amari Cooper's grade is eighty one point two. Uh, Jamar Chase is only at an 83. Yeah, I don't care about PFF grades for wide receivers. <laughs> See, you use them when they're You're right. You're right. No, I, like, I've always said that. I for, for me, PFF grades are for the positions that don't have stats. That's, what yeah. I, that's how I personally look at it. 
Yeah, because there are other measurables. I mean, I, my, I just use my eyes. That's all. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. grading anybody. I just use my eyes. And to me, <laughs> Chase There's is no comparison. the best receiver yeah. in the division. Yeah. And I, honestly, I would have put. I think I would have thought hard about putting Pickens on our receiver core. Um, there were a lot of good choices for the fourth receiver. Yeah. Um, just so you know, uh, Friar move 75.5 grade, uh, David Njoku 73.7. Mm. So it is negligible, but they're pretty much the same person. Interchangeable. Yeah. And their stats were very, very similar. Yeah. Very similar. I, I was, I didn't know if one of them was considered to be a much better blocker yeah. than the other, but I, there were times this year where I thought Njoku was. Oh, no, he's, 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 he's come a long come way. Along, absolutely. Yeah, because before he thought of that as an afterthought. Yeah, he's, he's done. A marvelous job at improving. So, who had the yeah. least amount of players? Was probably the Steelers, right? I think the Ravens. Steelers. I mean, we, we throw two. No, we, no, we, we have two, three offensive linemen for the Ravens. Yeah, but but who uh, and Lamar Jackson, Steelers. Lamar and, and Mark Andrews. So there was yeah. five. So Steelers five had two, right? Najee Steelers and Fryer, Fryer Muth and Najee. Deontay Johnson. Oh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, so they just had two. And wait, do we go Najee or Mixon? Which one do we go with? I think the fans absolutely went with the Najee. So the Steelers had three. The Ravens had five. How many did the Bengals and the Browns finish with? Bengals had. Do we have the graphic done? Yeah, or no? yeah. We can start here. Take it from the top, Steve. You got it right here. So this is the offense. We have, uh, and they keep tally here. We got one for the Bengals. There's two for the Bengals on that list. We got two for the Bengals on the list. One for the Browns. One for the Ravens. One for the uh, Steelers. Next one. Anthony only has two hands. I'm okay. Let's a four get another hand, hand Anthony. Here. Let's get it together. <laughs> There's two for the Bengals. So two four for the Browns Bengals and one for the Steelers. Uh, four Bengals and four Browns, I think, right now. Well, well t- t- tight end one is uh, not Njoku. That's that's um, Mark Andrews. Tight end two was in. Oh, okay, yeah. That okay. is Anthony's bad. That's a mistake. Right. I'm only hiring APs with three hands next time. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good when idea. When Anthony and Earl go on, if you want to apply for their position, you need to have three hands. Can we see the next uh, list? And next for the offensive line, yeah, three and two. 15, three for the Ravens. So there's two 15 for... players total, 16 players total. You got five Ravens, three Steelers, five Browns and three Ravens. Or no, four Browns and four Ravens. Uh, yeah, four Browns and four Ravens and four Ravens. Correct. Okay. And the Steelers have. Three. And you know what? Interestingly enough, like that's you know the. Steelers no, there were hit. more than four Browns. No, the two guards. Tyler, Nick it, Chubb, yeah, and, and, and Joker. Cooper. And Joku, too. Oh, and Njoku. So well, yes, Joku, five. Th- that's a mistake. F- we went Fryermuth. Didn't we go Fryermuth? Oh, yeah, we went Fryermuth. Yeah. Oh. No. But, but we did two tight ends. I think we went Njoku. Whatever. Andrews was tight end one. Njoku was tight end two. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, we were yeah. picking two tight ends. We just didn't have enough space for one of the graphics. Andrew, that's how we changed. Andrew. Oh, okay. I have tight end one and two on my sheet. Andrews. Yeah. No, we picked two tight ends. We just only had five bullets on a graphic. Okay. So four receivers, two tight ends. Andrews and Njoku tight ends. So it's five for the – Bengals, five for the Browns. No, it's only three for the Bengals. Burrow. This shouldn't be that hard. Oh, four. <laughs> what the hell are we doing, guys? Yeah, it should. Burrow. Up. You got all of them in there. We can't see all of them. They're, they're yeah, not the me, sharpest let, tools let me, let me the do sheds. the math while we can't see. We don't have It's hands. four for the Bengals. Burrow, the two wide receivers, and Samaj P. Ryan. That's correct. That's four. Okay. It is four for the Browns. No. Well, unless we're taking Njoku. We are taking Njoku. Two yes. tight ends, yes. Anthony's really throwing me off here with the Njoku instead of Mark Andrews. And yeah, that hurt. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that one really threw us off here. I don't know why that was. So three. five, five, four. Take back what I said about good job on the graphics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. You yep. want, do you think you could cut off his hand? He'll grow a new one. Maybe it works. Maybe they could. Like a salamander. Put it in a chia pet jar, and I bet another one would just miraculously appear. Anthony's glaring at me very, very <laughs> upset right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. But it did a good job in the graphics, even if no, the we, graphics we have to, add, we have to add one more bullet point to one of those. But other than that. Okay, very good. Well, it doesn't fit six. It's not Anthony. We just. That's right. We, we did the best. But we I mean, we you know, when you start slicing this up, talent wise, the Browns are, are right there. I mean, in terms of number of guys that are on this team. Now, it might have something to do with our bias. I mean, uh, we'll I don't see think what, so. I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. The only bias could be Najoku over Fryer Moot. And why yeah. Teller? I, I think and we even maybe Teller. Maybe Teller. And we even Kappa took Poachers off the list. Like, and he was rated third. Well, but we're not going to put a free Kareem agent. Hunt on the list. Yeah, 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 yeah he's right. a free agent. Yeah. Not that I would have put Hunt on the running back list anyhow, no. but. Uh, no. Well, we're yeah, a minute away I like from, the list. The only beef uh, I have is is uh, Najee over When Mixon, we get a but, final tally on players for each team, let us know what that works out to. All right, we have it right here if we believe Anthony's math. Mm. Okay. Questionable. Is it better yeah. than his spelling? Bengals <laughs> have four. Okay. Ravens have five. Steelers have two. Browns have four. So Ravens have more no, than the, the Browns Bengals. Have to have five. More than four. He left out David Njoku. The Browns have Cooper and Joku. So Browns Chubb. have five. So okay. So he was he didn't go in go in order of most to last, least please. Browns? Ravens and Browns each have five. Ravens yes. had the three offensive linemen: Lamar yep. and Andrews. Browns two offensive linemen: Njoku, Chubb, and Cooper. Right. Yeah. Bengals had four: Burrow, Chase, Higgins, P. Ryan, and Steelers had two: Deontay Johnson. And Najee Harris. Okay. Interesting that the division winner only has four. But I do think, like both said, that But they've got Kappa the quarterback. Teller, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Very interesting. Yeah, the We're going to have a DD on in a few minutes to The defense uh, will be a lot more debating, I think. Defense is going to be tough. Yeah. That's Thursday, by the way. I, yeah. I think defensively, you're probably only going to get two Browns on the list. Two. One. I, I'm going to throw Ward on there, too. I'm going to throw Ward and Miles on there. You know, but other than that... I don't have a brown on mine. No. One thing that's that I didn't mention earlier that's jumped out to me when we're talking about this new safeties coach or the yeah. new coach that they hired, it looks like they're splitting up corners and safeties. It's just an observation. I don't Which know. Which they should. Because, like, last year, Jeff Howard was the DB's coach. He, he had was. them all. And now – and a lot of teams do it. A lot of teams split them up and corners go to one and safety. It's just – Curious yeah. to me that it looks like they're mixing hey, up. I'm all for more specialization. Bring in a kicking coach, too. Yeah. Is there, I want a sports psychologist on the side. <laughs> it, it, there's no salary cap for, for coaches, right? Is there a no, limit I don't to think coaches? there is. No. You can do whatever no. you want. I want, a sports, I want two sports psychologists, one just for Watson and then one for the rest of the team. <laughs> and, and I want individual uh, coaches for everybody, guards. Tackles. See, I, I do think it gets to the point snapper. where you get too many voices in the in the room, though. I, I think that there's something to be said for not having an assistant to the assistant to the assistant. Yeah, no, there is there a limit, Jason, on how many assistants you can have. I don't know. I don't believe no. so, but I don't know that for sure. But I don't yeah. believe. so. I mean, probably your salary constraints. You know, you wouldn't want to spend. The only reason I ask, like I know in college, you could have ten on-field assistants and as many special coordinate, a special like. Special recruiting assistants, special elsewhere. But on field, you could have only 10 coaches during a practice. Yeah. Maybe there is a restriction. I don't know. I wonder if Aditi would know that. And she'll be joining us any minute now, but while we're waiting for I've never heard of one. No, I've never heard of a coach's salary. Let's get a read in here. Belichick well, earlier, your bet stabs. of Kent yeah. State? He does. Yes. 54% said they're riding with you. So I like it. Listen, should. The public I'm, I'm is hot. riding with Bull. He's hot. He's 4-1 in his Bull, last four Bull, have you thrown bets. any money on your own bets, or are you, are you out no. of the gambling business? No, forever? no, no. I'm an advisor now. I'm just an advisor. <laughs> Trust me, if I started making bets, it'd be a problem. <laughs> You'd get right back into it, you think? Yeah. 
So I stay away. You know, I really applaud you, Bull, for your you. your uh, strength and the conviction to, to know what you should can and can't do. Yeah, it's not I, easy, I, man. I got it. Well, I wish I had as much strength when it came to eating. <laughs> but we'll get there. Bull, I think you do. I think you have more than you think. Well, I'm starting. I, I, I finally had to go through this rigmarole to get. There's a new medication now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an injection. Right. It's called Wagovi. Is that the one that controls your, your appetite, appetite yes. suppression? Yes. yes. And wow. a lot of other those appetite suppressants in the past had a lot of bad side effects. Bad oh. side effects. I know, I know one, two of them that really did. Yes, this and one. headaches is crazy. Yeah, I've heard this, this bad headaches. The only one this one has supposedly is it, for some people you get like a very low level of nausea, right. which obviously I hope I don't get, but uh, it's an injection once a day. Is I'm, it in the stomach? I think so. Do you do the? So you'll have to. I do think the, so. Which I'm not see, looking forward to. I don't know to. that I could do that. I might I have my wife do it for me, but I'm getting the. I, I had to go through a whole thing because it's very expensive. So you hope to get coverage from the. Unfortunately, it's been covered by my health oh, insurance. Wonderful. Good. So good. I'm picking. I'm finally getting it today, and I'm meeting with. Shout out to Dr. Jake May. Keep us posted. He's a big Cleveland sports fan. He's my new dietitian. He's developing a diet plan, which I'm meeting with him today. A specific diet plan that he's making just for me. It's not like Weight Watchers where well, here, it's one size thing. fits all. Um, I, I hope I'm not speaking out of school here. You, in the radio background that you have, yeah. you guys have had a, a history of becoming almost enterprises unto yourself. This could be a thing where you become a spokesperson for them. And you do reads, yeah. and you get your treatment well, either free I or hope reduced so. rate because a lot of people struggle with what you're struggling with. Yes, and a lot of people could benefit from whatever treatment you're going to get. It's very hard. You need uh, an agent. I I, I do. Uh, I fired my agent a few years ago, who I had briefly did nothing for me. Uh, but I, <laughs> I am I'm trying again. I'm getting back on the horse. Make all the fat jokes you want. It's okay. I have dieted, failed, but this is, he's tailoring. I've never been on in a situation where somebody tailored a weight loss program specifically for me and my needs. And, it and wasn't it's all intake-based? One size. Calories all, all predetermined? Ab- ab- I don't know all the details yet, to be yeah. honest. I'm meeting with him today. Well, I don't, good luck with it. But he is... Yeah, keep us posted. Yeah, We're pulling for you, brother. I will. We're pulling for you. Okay. Yeah, keep us posted. McNuggets is acting like his hair's on fire right now. Yeah. He's like, oh, we just... Sometimes we get off on tangents, right? His guests are ready to hop yeah. in. Sorry, is the DD ready? With them. So we do have a DD. This interview is brought to us by BetJack. Now is the time, Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is live. Download the BetJack app today so you'll be ready to go on all the action. BetJack, it is Ohio Sportsbook. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.